Welcome one and all. This is Robert Rogers. I'm the founder of Parkinson's Recovery in 2004. We have now had 14 marvelous years identifying and investigating various options that are helping individuals currently diagnosed with the symptoms of Parkinson's disease find relief from those symptoms. Today we offer on that promise of being able to identify new and promising discoveries that are revolutionizing how people are viewing whether or not it's possible to find relief from the symptoms associated with this diagnosis or not. So I've got two very fascinating guests, and uh, one, of course, is Dr. Antonio Costanini. Now, uh, what I want to say here at the outset is Dr. Costanini is Italian, and I'm sure he speaks uh, uh, some English, uh, but what's going to happen is his uh, associate, who is Marco Calangeli, who is Dr. Costanini's assistant for research on the applications of thiamine in neurodegenerative diseases, who's actually going to be the person who we're going to be talking with directly. Uh, just so you know, uh, the, the uh, Dr. Costanini will also be present. And so when we have additional questions that we didn't submit in advance, we'll be able to get, uh, get the answer from the person who is uh, the one who's knowledgeable about all of these uh, types of issues. So, Marco, uh, tell us all about yourself and, of course, about Dr. Costanini. Hello, everyone. Hi, Robert, and thank you so much for hosting us on your show today. It is a pleasure for us. As it is I hope for you can hear us well. So if you have any problem hearing us, any trouble, please let us know as we get going with the conversation. Dr. Costantini is right here next to me. would just like to say hi really quickly, uh, and then I will take over with the, uh, the introduction of our, on our work. Well, sounds wonderful. He has greeted you, uh, greeted you guys and has simply said that uh, he will leave uh, the floor to me. Uh, my name is Marco Colangeli, and I am, uh, as you rightly said, uh, Dr. Costantino Research Assistant. Um, if I can give you very quickly a, a quick um, overview of uh, Dr. Costantini's background, I believe this is something that you might find interesting. Um, he is actually graduated in uh, medicine in uh, 1976 in the University of Rome. Uh, and then soon after, he basically started already his career as a uh, medical officer in the Italian army. And while he was under the army, he had seen, already as a neurologist, he had seen uh, a great number of uh, pathologies because of the exposure that he had with all the um, military, um, basically the, all the soldiers that were, uh, um, and the privates that were, um, sent to, to the military service uh, in Italy, because in those years, uh, military service was an actually a uh, compulsory thing. So every single male uh, between the age of 18 and on uh, should have served uh, in the military for at least 12 months. So the first thing was a medical checkup, and that, that's how uh, Dr. Costantini really started uh, getting um, a grasp on uh, all sorts of conditions, and basically he's uh, built a very uh, wide experience on um, all neurological diseases. Now, after that, uh, he uh, was, um, uh, was called to become the head of the Neurological Rehabilitation Department of the uh, clinic Villa Immacolata, which is 
in the area of Viterbo, Italy, which is where, as of today, still Dr. Constantini lives and works. Um, so he's always worked as a neurologist in his entire life, and uh, he's always been, um, let's say, working in the clinical side of the neurology. Um, whereas uh, right now he has retired, and um, lately he started also getting into uh, very seriously into the research uh, because of these, uh, we would say, rather impressive discoveries that we have made over the years uh, on the use of vitamin B1 or thiamine, as it's called. Um, Yes, over to you, Richard. Robert, sorry. So if we could go here to the foundation of what's involved, from his perspective, what causes the symptoms of Parkinson's disease? La malattia di Parkinson sono, diciamo, i sintomi sono dovuti a una disfunzione della sostanza nera, i sintomi motori. I sintomi non motori sono dovuti a disfunzioni di altre aree cerebrali, non diciamo, in strutture che non funzionano a dopamina, come la sostanza nera. Sono la, I neuroni della sostanza nera sono strutture che si chiamano dopaminergiche che funzionano liberando un mediatore chimico che si chiama dopamina. La causa primaria, cioè il principio, la causa lesiva che determina la malattia non si conosce e fino ad oggi non si conosceva come la causa primaria aggrediva le strutture cellulari per provocare la loro disfunzione, la loro atrofia e la morte. Right, right. Ben. Uh, so, in short, what really causes the symptoms of Parkinson's disease is the dysfunctionality of the, uh, an area of the brain that's called the substantia nigra. And this area of the brain is responsible for the production of dopamines, and uh, the dysfunctions are what causes the motor symptoms. Symptoms. So the tremors and all the impurities in the uh, hypokinesia and the other symptoms that are uh, immediately visible as being motor symptoms. Whereas the, whatever causes the non-motor symptoms is actually unknown. Now, the uh, pathogenesis of the disease itself, so what uh, does impede the uh, correct functioning of the substantia nigra is also unknown uh, to date. Um, and so we, what we are doing is we are testing in the, in the, um, in the clinical experience every day how we can um, improve and enhance the, the symptoms. And then we only have hypotheses for what could be the, uh, say the, the founding reasons why uh, there are these dysfunctions. But the, our, mainly our work uh, to date has been on the, um, let's say, providing relief for the symptoms, most, motor symptoms and non-motor symptoms involved with Parkinson's disease. Does Costantini prescribe the, what I might say are the typical standard medications that most neurologists uh, use for their patients to suppress symptoms? 
Agostino Mandari su varie cose, io, io dico direttamente io. Sì, so, yeah, yes, Robert, I mean, after a very quick consultation, the, um, starting from the period when we have uh, under our uh, treatment patients that also do uh, the vitamin B1 um, therapy, we, the only other standard medication that we prescribed is a levodopa. So levodopa, I think this is also a, uh, an international name for um, for the, the uh, standard medication used in Parkinson's disease. Uh, whereas before using the um, vitamin B1, the, the standard medication, depending upon the, the type of um, the condition, the, the, the age of onset and so forth, but anyway, it's very standard uh, practice was adopted also by uh, Dr. Costantini for his patients. Right now, we only do uh, levodopa and uh, vitamin B1 in, with the, with the uh, protocol that we have developed and devised over the years. For most listeners of Parkinson's recovery, this is a new idea. It's a unique therapy that most people probably haven't really heard about. Please tell everyone more about it. Allora, noi raccomandiamo inizialmente nei pazienti in, diciamo, allo stato iniziale sono solo un'alta dose di vitamina B1. Le alte dosi di vitamina B1, dati i danni considerevoli che già il paziente presenta, non sono in grado di e far regredire tutti i sintomi della malattia, specialmente quelli motori. Quelli non motori li elimina tutti, anche i disturbi dell'equilibrio. Gli, I sintomi motori invece come l'ipocinesia e il tremore sono più resistenti. Il paziente che inizialmente non fa nessuna cura con la vitamina B1, cioè con nessuna cura farmacologica, con la vitamina B1 fa normalmente un miglioramento che va dal 50% all'80% dei sintomi motori, raramente li elimina tutti. So the, the therapy that uh, Dr. Costantini has started to devise since 2011, uh, I'd like to Uh, point out that we started early on in this treatment, um, has now uh, been known here in this area, especially Italy, we have more than uh, 2,500 patients. Uh, some of these have, um, let's say, an early stage of development of uh, Parkinson's disease, Parkinson disease, whereas others have, a, say, the onset of the disease was uh, many years ago. And so depending upon the status of the patients in terms of the state of decay of the, um, of the uh, basically the substantia nigra, then uh, we have different type of treatments that um, require, so different type of uh, protocols and therapies. Just for you to have an understanding uh, of what the therapy really is, for patients that have just been diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's disease, Uh, the only the treatment uh, with high doses of thiamine, uh, either intramuscular or uh, as an oral uh, tablet, can alone reduce the motor symptoms by at least 50 to 70%, if not even in some cases completely, um, completely uh, uh, lead the patient 
uh, without any motor symptoms. And also, for what concerns the non-motor symptoms, there are very, uh, very startling improvements. Even balance is completely, in some cases, uh, restored. In the case instead of patients that have been affected by Parkinson's disease for a longer period of time, uh, then this requires uh, also the um, addition to the uh, therapy based on uh, high doses of vitamin B1, vitamin B1, the uh, use of um, the use of uh, levodopa and other, um, say, more traditional drugs. But even in these cases, we still get a, an incredible improvement from the time we administrate uh, vitamin B1 in the high doses that the uh, therapy of uh, Dr. Cosentini has been proposing over the years. When you say high dose, how high is high? Quando dici quanto sono alte le dosi, no? Dipende quanto quanto dipende dal peso, no? Sì. La dose giusta dipende dalla durata della malattia dalla gravità dei sintomi, dal peso e dai disturbi dell'equilibrio che il paziente presenta. Noi teniamo in massima considerazione i disturbi dell'equilibrio, in quanto sono sono solo sensibili alla vitamina B1 e a nessun altro farmaco. La giusta dose è quella che corregge i disturbi dell'equilibrio, di norma noi impieghiamo la dose più comune, 4 grammi al giorno per via orale o due fiale da 100 mg in tramuscolo la settimana, distanziate di qualche giorno. Si possono usare dosi più basse o dosi più alte secondo la necessità. So the actual uh, exact dose, ovviously, as you probably imagine, is to be devised uh, after a medical checkup, and it, it, it varies uh, from patient to patient. There are many variables that um, obviously, you know, uh, have, a, have a, um, an influence on the uh, correct assessment of the, um, of the doses for each patient. And these are obviously, like I said, the duration of the disease, when it was the onset, uh, what is the, um, the type of damage that the, uh, the, the, the patient's brain uh, has withstood, and so forth. But obviously the weight and uh, the status of the uh, advancement of the disease. But for you to have an understanding of what we are talking about in terms of high doses, a uh, high dose, uh, it, it depends, for instance, if we, first of all, we uh, may um, suggest to some patients an oral, uh, type of uh, therapy, so based on tablets, and from that we uh, can go anywhere between one gram up to four grams per day of uh, vitamin B1, uh, which is about 1,000 to 4,000 times the, um, the recommended uh, daily dose. Whereas for what concerns instead patients that possibly may have uh, either uh, difficulties in um, uh, taking the tablets because uh, being four grams, it requires many uh, pills, or uh, patients that instead have an onset of the disease or um, a condition that requires, a, say, a stronger um, impact in terms of uh, vitamin B1, then we administrate a, an intramuscular or um, type of uh, with, with shots and injections of uh, uh, two fials of 100 milligrams per week. So um, 200 milligrams uh, intramuscular or uh, up to four grams from one to four grams uh, in tablet. Now, 
then again, the, the, the protocol and the therapy, it's something that we have devised and that's something that uh, the, Dr. Costantini obviously um, evaluates on a case-by-case -case, uh, basis, obviously. Why does, do you think, this particular therapy succeed for Parkinson's patients? What's really going on here? Okay, yes. Dice che qual è, secondo te, che veramente eh, funziona con la vitamina B1? Cioè perché la vitamina B1 fondamentalmente riesce a dare <coughs> un risultato positivo ai pazienti, no? Cioè, che è il discorso dell'efficienza, no? Allora, come dicevo prima, la causa primaria della malattia non si conosce. Noi abbiamo ipotizzato e i risultati su, de, sui pazienti ci danno ragione che il, 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 diciamo, la patogenesi, cioè il come la causa primaria danneggia i neuroni, sia provocando una, una deficienza di tiamina intracellulare, probabilmente bloccando de, determinati enzimi che funzionano a tiamina e quindi producendo la morte di queste cellule bloccando il, il loro metabolismo del glucosio, il loro metabolismo energetico. Quando si inserisce a alte dosi la tiamina, questo blocco che fa la causa primaria viene a mancare su tutti i sintomi, su tutte le cellule colpite dalla malattia. Quindi il paziente starà in futuro a malattia ferma e molto migliorato rispetto a prima, sia nei sintomi non motori e nell'equilibrio che prima erano intrattabili, sia sui sintomi motori. Yeah, so um, now the reason why thiamine is so effective is something that we um, we only have a hypothesis uh, on, okay? Like I said in the very beginning, we um, have been since 2011 experimenting on the clinical side of uh, the, the, the treatment and the biochemistry of uh, thiamine is something that needs to be researched uh, with, uh, um, you know, a proper, uh, a proper um, laboratory-based type of research, which is instead, in, in fact, is something that we would like to uh, then uh, call upon, and uh, we would be very happy to collaborate and find out what are the real causes of the disease, but also what, are, what is the, the actual, um, say, biochemical explanation of the actions. What we know for sure is that thiamine is a, um, it, it, it requires for all tissues, and it's um, a, a substance that when it's scarce, when it's rare inside the cells, for some reason, um, creates, say, uh, dysfunctions of the metabolism, okay? Now, the one hypothesis is that the Parkinson disease, uh, for the way the pathogenesis of the disease itself is uh, made, limits the uh, uptake of thiamine from uh, the cells that are in the brain. And therefore, these cells do not work properly in the production of uh, dopamines. So this might be one, um, one option, one hypothesis to be tested. The other one could be that uh, instead it's the cells that we would be, um, let's say, 
that should receive the uh, dopamine that because of the way the disease works are not uh, able to um, function if their metabolism is not at 100% because the uh, disease itself has uh, one of the causes, some enzymatic dysfunctionalities that therefore limit the uh, uptake of, um, of the uh, dopamine. Now, the point is that when we tested uh, high doses of thiamine that could break, let's say, the, the uh, active transport of thiamine and go into the passive transport of thiamine, basically diffusing more thiamine into the cells, the cells start, restart working properly. And this is what we observed since 2011, like I said, in more than 2,500 patients. You mentioned earlier that you have seen a variety of promising results with your patients. Could you t tell us a little bit more about what a person can expect? They take the high dose of thiamine rather than in an injection or in capsule form or powder form. Now, how quick does that work? How soon will they see relief and how long will they experience relief? Just give me one second to translate this question to Dr. Costantini, I mean, uh, just to double-check the answer. Vuole sapere, secondo te, un paziente cosa si può aspettare dall'utilizzo della vitamina B1, dalla terapia, e, e quanto ci mette ad agire, quindi la differenza è tra l'orale e, diciamo, il supporto. Quindi cosa si può aspettare dagli miglioramenti, però qui velocemente. Sì. E poi qual è la differenza? Tra eh, tu dici che un paziente che ancora non ha, non segui, e non è in fase molto tardiva, sì, cioè guarda, non ha discinesie sì. e non ha fenomeni onofo, sì. eh, la dose di tiamina sempre procura un miglioramento almeno del 50%, questo trattamento okay. associato se noi a questo trattamento diamo una dose di, dopa, di levodopa, sì. possiamo portarlo o alla completa regressione dei sintomi sì. o comunque a una buona regressione dei sintomi. Tu gli devi dire il risultato sì, sì, è sì. impressionante, spettacolare. Quanto ci mette ad agire? Le fiale? Subito, mezz'ora. Sì, sì, hanno un effetto già istantaneo, sì, sì, entro sì. mezz'ora già si vede il miglioramento del 40%. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, thank you for your patience. We just needed to be thorough and double check with Dr. Costantini because this is important information. We want to make sure that we convey the exact message to, to your audience, Robert. So thank you for your patience. Um, so again, the, what pa patients can expect from um, this therapy depends upon the status of their disease, okay? So if there is an early onset, let's say, and therefore there, are, there is no um, strong imbalance or, or dysfunction, uh, or basically the disease has not, uh, Parkinson's disease has not um, left, has not, exactly, it's not yet at uh, uh, the stage where there are on-off phases of the disease, where there is no um, dyspineses, and there is basically a, an early stage of development in out of all of our patients, none of them, out of all 2,500, none of them responded less than 50% of the improvement of the uh, motor symptoms and non-motor symptoms. In the cases instead, in the cases instead of those who've uh, experienced, um, say, a, a more um, 
a more, um, let's say, like a, a, a more um, in, a bigger impediment or a, a later stage of development of the disease, we have to add also levodopa to the uh, therapy. And again, for those who are in early stage, the disease can, can also, the symptoms can almost completely disappear. Whereas for those who have instead an onset of the disease has been, uh, um, they took place longer ago and therefore the, the, that advancement of the disease is uh, more prominent, uh, still we do reach the opportunity to, to deliver great relief to the patients, uh, no less than 50% of the symptoms when uh, together with levodopa. And now to come to your final question, uh, how let's say, um, soon they, the patients start to see, to detect uh, their improvements. Um, this depends also upon um, another factor in addition to the status of the development of, the, of their disease, but uh, this one also depends on, uh, uh, let's say, the medium that they choose or that the, the doctor uh, decides to administrate thiamine to them. Because for the oral uh, treatment with uh, tablets, uh, it takes usually two to three days for a patient to start um, noticing the improvements of, of uh, his or her symptoms. Whereas when it comes to the intramuscular or uh, injections, uh, the um, improvement is pretty much sudden. I mean, it takes uh, place within 30 to 45 minutes. I mean, patients really feel that the shot is actually working immediately, and the um, immediate um, results on the motor symptoms is something noticeable by anyone uh, in, in almost in real time, literally. You are listening to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. I am your host, Robert Rogers, the founder of Parkinson's Recovery. My interview today is with Dr. Antonio Costandini from Italy and his associate, Marco Calangelli. So I also am curious about whether or not this particular therapy, high-dose thiamine, might be useful for patients with conditions other than Parkinson's. Vuole sapere se questa terapia è anche utile per pazienti che, no, che hanno altre malattie oltre il Parkinson. Allora, tu devi dire prima di questo, devi dire i, gli stadi avanzati del Parkinson no? sono anche sensibili. Sì, però mi ha fatto un'altra domanda, ha detto quale altre malattie ha No, l'esperienza è la stanchezza cronica. Sì, sì, cronica. Allora, stanchezza sì, sì. cronica di qualsiasi origine. Vai. Mi segui? Tremore essenziale. Mm -hmm. Essenziale. Malattia di friedeiche. Atassie spinocerebellari. Spino. Sì, sì, eccola qua. Cerebellari. Fibromialgia. Fibromialgia. Mialgia. Due nove possiamo parlare? Oh, aspetta, aspetta. E distrofia muscolare di Steiner. Ah, tu scrivi intanto. Sì, sì, va bene. Te lo scrivo, dai. Robert, once again, thank you for your patience. Uh, the list is actually very long. The answer to your question is yes. We've uh, actually reached the point where we treated Parkinson's disease, but Parkinson's disease was not the first disease we started treating. There is a number of neurodegenerative diseases that, have, that must have some similarities in the pathogenesis and for which the high dose thiamine uh, therapy is actually highly effective, if not in some cases more effective, in other cases less effective, but still 
it, re it returns uh, very valuable uh, results. So we can start, for instance, um, f for, from uh, a number of uh, um, pathologies in which there is a chronic fatigue component. So chronic fatigue is already, it's also a, uh, a condition of its own, and it's present in many other neurodegenerative diseases and, self, and autoimmune diseases. The essential tremor is another uh, disease that we've um, treated with great success. Uh, the um, Friedreich ataxia, it's another uh, very, uh, very um, serious disease that we have uh, been able to, to, to uh, treat. Then the spinocerebellar ataxia, Type 2 is one that we uh, also have great uh, results. And by the way, all of these, every single one of these experiences has been published uh, by Dr. Costantini and myself. Uh, it's available on uh, a number of uh, case studies. You can uh, Google it and you will find uh, through the British Medical Journal case study reports mostly that we have most of these, um, of these diseases documented and the therapy documented. Fibromyalgia is another very important uh, disease, a very common disease that we've also uh, treated. Uh, we have uh, Steinert's dystrophy that is also being treated. And now, more recently, we've um, experienced very uh, encouraging results with uh, uh, Huntington uh, disease or uh, cluster headache and uh, even migraine. You mentioned a little earlier that you were interested in uh, participating in additional research as it might uh, pertain to Parkinson's symptoms. Is there any specific research published on your high-dose thiamine therapy for Parkinson's symptoms? Yes, we've actually published two papers on Parkinson's disease, three. And uh, a third one, a third one uh, is actually just being published, as uh, Dr. Costantini uh, confirmed right now. So we can share the links uh, of these publications with, uh, with you, Robert, so that all your audience can actually have a look at these papers that we've published. And for listeners, I will post those links on the Parkinson's Recovery blog, so you'll be able to get those links and review all of that research evidence. Where can patients obtain this particular therapy? Allora, per le fiale ci vuole la ricetta medica in Italia. In Italia. Per in Italia sono tutte da 100 mg. Per le compresse si trovano su internet, su internet, su Amazon diciamo sono tutte compresse da 500 mg Yes Robert so the you you can obtain um with your question what you can when the patients can obtain the therapy uh you mean the vitamin B1 or where they can get the actual protocol because for the protocol they need to be um under treatment with their practitioner and uh, since most practitioners are not aware of this of this um, new therapy, actually they would need to get in touch in some way with, uh, with our group, with myself and Dr. Costantini. But for what concerns 
the um, let's say retri- retrieval of uh, high doses of, of uh, vitamin B1. Thiamine is actually available uh, in the forms of tablets uh, on, on Amazon or eBay. In, in, on the internet, you can find it uh, easily. You can find uh, tablets of 500 milligrams uh, each. So, so you, you can uh, definitely find that. But we do not suggest that uh, patients, uh, let's say, uh, device their own self uh, therapy. It, it, it is always important that a practitioner, a medical doctor, is involved in uh, since the beginning. Even though we never observed um, uh, collateral uh, effects, but uh, we are still talking about you know a, a patients with a condition that need to be followed attentively by a practitioner. Uh, that being said, uh, the um, in Italy um, the tablets are um, over over the the counter, uh, available over the counter. Whereas for the fials, for the injection, the shots, uh, you require prescription. Uh, we are not aware of this uh, situation in the United States or elsewhere in the world. Um, but I mean, this is something that I believe the, um, the um, patients can can ask their own doctor. In general, how much does the therapy cost? Mediamente, per fare una cura, costa in complesso circa 200 euro all'anno. In fiale, 50 euro all'anno. Yes, Robert. So, again, this is what we can report to you is the experience that we we have uh, so these are uh, prices based on the Italian system, okay, and and in general in the EU. Um, so this might be different, but um, for for the um, for the uh, tablets, uh, the cost usually that every patient has to withstand per year is very very limited. Uh, we are talking about 50 euros per per year at the prices that we can find uh, online. So I believe that any patient can basically obtain the same type of, uh, um, of, of uh, therapy for the same cost. Uh, whereas when it comes to the fials, these have a little, are a little bit more expensive. Uh, and in fact, we only use them for patients that uh, require uh, higher doses and more, say, um, like a stronger uh, effect of uh, thiamine. And uh, given the Italian uh, market conditions in the pharmacies, these fials for a whole year of treatment um, may cost around 200 euros. So we're talking about 50 euro per year per patient on average. Again, it depends upon the quantities and the the doses, but on average, our patients spend between 40 to 60 euro per year, whereas patients that uh, use the fials spend between 180 to 250 euros per year. So that would be, um, you know, a little less than $100 uh, uh, a, a year on average, let's say. In your experience, do your patients have to take the high-dose thiamine forever? In other words, they can never just ultimately stop taking it and still continue to feel better? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, based on our experience, we have uh, experienced that uh, patients ever since they started the treatment with vitamin B1, uh, in order to uh, have a consistent improvement and a steady improvement of the, of the um, symptoms, do need to take the, um, the, the, the thiamine forever, lifelong. Even though we have uh, seen that uh, in some cases there is the possibility to uh, take breaks, 
and uh, if the duration of these breaks is not uh, beyond a certain point, then symptoms do not reappear during these breaks, and then we can uh, go back on the same regime uh, right after the, the break. But usually the breaks tend to be short breaks over a longer period of time where the patient is under the therapy, yes. Does Dr. Costanini offer long-distance consultations? Okay, yes, uh, the answer is yes, but there are some limitations simply due to the fact that to date we are already very busy with uh, the opportunity uh, to give um, uh, consultations uh, long distance. Um, clearly, there, there is a limitation in terms of uh, time and in terms of uh, resources. So we uh, obviously, oh, and by the way, uh, if, if uh, patients are interested, can email Dr. Costantini, and we will be happy to respond to the to the extent possible. And obviously, none of this uh, consultation would be uh, charged because clearly this is uh, a consultation that is given to the patient for their benefit, and there is no monetary exchange, uh, absolutely no monetary exchange required in this uh, step or, or any, any at any time. Um, the only problem is that. Uh, Already as of today, we, have, um, we are overwhelmed with, with work. So we will try to keep up um, and, and support uh, the more patients as possible. And this is why we're doing these interviews, because we do want uh, the patients to be aware of this um, therapy and to test it on themselves. And if it works uh, for them as it, as it, as it does in 100% of our patients, then you know, this, is, this is why we're, we're doing this. Um, but so yes, uh, patients can contact uh, us uh, via email, and we will try to respond as, as quickly as possible and uh, as thoroughly as possible. What is that email address? Okay, I believe that the email address will be also shared by you, Robert, uh, on the um, on the show page. But uh, I can spell it out for you all. It is C A R A P E. T A T A, okay. Carapetata at l i b e r o dot i t. I hope everyone got it. But like I said, maybe it's the easiest if we share it uh, in writing through through um, the, the the show page, uh, Robert. Yes, I will add that address to the show page uh, for people's Great. Great. reference. What is your website we do not have a, an actual website we do have a YouTube channel on which we post uh, the um, experiences that we've had with uh, the treatment of uh, Parkinson's disease and many other diseases that we listed before uh, with uh, high doses vitamin B1 and um, you can look on the um, on the YouTube channel again we will uh, share with you uh, through the uh, through the um, uh, platform to the show platform so that everyone can have the link and click on it because it, it is really the best way for a patient to realize what could be the potential of their improvement is to see other patients before and after the therapy and their great improvement. That link is also listed on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show page. There is, Fantastic. I think, I noticed. Uh, mention of a patented high-dose thiamine that might be available. Could you discuss that? Yes. Um, 
let me again consult just for, for completeness with Dr. Costantino on this one. Dice, eh, lui ha sentito che ci sta una terapia eh, brevettata, no? Su stalta vitamina B1. E diciamo che siamo noi, intende. Gli altri sul Parkinson non abbiamo proprio. Sulla stanchezza, no? Sì, sì. Sulla stanchezza e poi. Sì. Ok, um, so, Parkinson non abbiamo brevettato, fu fidita anche perché sì, non sì, possiamo So, uh, Robert, the, we actually, in our um, own practice, we have patented the therapy, but um, it is very important to notice that um, we have patented the therapy and the protocol for a number of diseases and for a number of symptoms of these diseases. For, for what concerns the Parkinson's disease in particular and other very um, debilitating diseases like Friedreich ataxia or spinocerebellar ataxia and others, we have not uh, patented this therapy because we do not feel that uh, this may in some way be an impediment to the diffusion of the therapy and this is not our intention. So we, ha- we could have uh, patented every single symptom uh, that, that we have um, actually published papers on, but we have deliberately decided not to do that uh, so that patients could um, get uh, relief. Now, there are other uh, symptoms of Parkinson's disease and other um, diseases that were o- are also covered by the uh, patent, uh, which belongs to our group. What else do you want to be sure and convey to the listening audience about this new promising therapy that we have not yet discussed? C'è qualche altra cosa che vorresti discutere con la con l'audience che non abbiamo ancora coperto sul fatto di dobbiamo dire chiaro che la terapia è altamente efficace sui sintomi non motori che di norma di far regredire pressoché completamente, d'accordo? Sì. Poi, sui sintomi motori ha un effetto con di devastante, ma comunque è, arresta la progressione della malattia. Tu dici che abbiamo pazienti da sei anni che godono ottima salute. Ok, però altra cosa pure da dire, magari io l'ultima, pure che mi sento l'ultima, l'ultima, sì, studi, sì. No? Dici, eh, non ti diciamo questo, eh, diciamo che in futuro... Però eh, bisogna fare questi studi sì. qua, e dopo possiamo dire... Eh, bisogna studi. fare uno studio a doppio cieco, esatto. e poi gli diciamo l'ultima cosa. Uh, yes, Robert, thank you for this opportunity. What we would like to uh, put out to the audience is that Um, our experience really is promising in that we've been able to completely, um, completely no. see the regression of the non-motory uh, sì. symptoms in all of our patients and a, a startling regla- regression also of the motor symptoms in uh, Parkinson uh, patients. And um, in, in the case, in the case uh, of some of our patients that started the therapy uh, when the onset of the disease was early on, we've actually been able to completely halt, stop the, the, the um, at least symptomatic manifestation of the disease. We do not see symptoms um, progressing after the, uh, the, uh, starting, the start of the uh, therapy with vitamin B1. We're talking about patients that we've seen for the last six years 
and uh, basically the um, uh, disease has, has been stopped, frozen completely at, at the time of six years ago from the point of view of the symptomatic um, checkup. And another important thing that we would like to say is that these observations that we've done, like, I, like we said, we did patent the, uh, the protocol, the therapy, but we do offer free of charge uh, consultation to the patient because it's not our intent to obviously limit patients from uh, acquiring uh, the therapy. Different thing is to instead get into um, discussions with uh, um, you know, large pharmaceuticals and so forth. But this is one, one point. One important point that we would like uh, to um, put out there is that it is necessary that this therapy from the clinical observation is also taken into a more serious and larger spectrum um, testing done with a double blind type of uh, methodology. And for this, there is the need to have a very, uh, you know, to have, to have a large uh, and, and more, let's say, um, concrete uh, approach that is based on the uh, protocol and the procedure for, in order to obtain, uh, you know, basically the green light from the Food and Drug Administration and all of the other um, regulations in, uh, in, uh, on this field. So it is important that uh, we would like to really make this um, this, this uh, request to interested um, research institutes, hospitals, um, pharmaceutical industries who are interested in testing this therapy so that there can be also we could shed some light on what are the biochemical processes that make vitamin B1 so effective for these diseases. And that will lead us to actually possibly even improve even more the, um, the beneficial effects on the patients. I have been really the world leader in identifying new and promising therapies and documented those therapies through Parkinson's recovery for the last 14 years. This clearly is one that uh, stacks up at the top of the list. My question for you is, this is not something that's discussed among neurologists in the United States or Canada or Mexico or many, many other countries. How did you figure this out? How did you discover this was something that could really help? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, this is a very interesting question. Um, let, me, let me also, again, I would like uh, also Dr. Costantini to, to speak about this and translate your question real quick to him, and then I'll give you the answer. Ma come hai fatto a fatenire mente questa cosa qua della tiamina, no, che funziona, cioè su quale base, il discorso che tu hai detto in beri beri, no, e quindi e glielo raccontiamo. Sì, se vuoi raccontarlo brevissimamente, poi alla discussione della cosa io faccio io. E lo dici, noi abbiamo la prima osservazione riguardo una paziente che aveva la, retro, la stanchezza, sì. una stanchezza formidabile nel, e era affetta dal retto gulide ucerosi. Sì, boh, diciamo. I suoi sintomi mi hanno fatto pensare che potesse avere un beriberi attenuato. Mi segui? Sì, sì. Successivamente, poiché diciamo non era la diarrea che provocava la deficienza della diamina no? ma qualche altra, cosa. qualche altra cosa in quanto i dosaggi ematici erano normali della diamina dopo questa abbiamo eh, curato la stanchezza e molte malattie sì, sì, sì. tra cui 
la malattia in una paziente che aveva la scaduzione di seguito, glielo dico, glielo dico. e quando può dire come sta scritto qua? E poi siamo arrivati a parte. Abbiamo visto che migliorava la tantezza dei sintomi neurologici. Yes, Robert, the path has been long and steep in some cases, but what the intuition really, the, uh, the genius that uh, went through Dr. Constantini's mind, and this is how he figured it out, and we got to give him full credit for this, It's been a very important intuition. Like I said, uh, his previous career uh, as a medical officer in the Army has given him the opportunity to see a plethora of different neurological conditions and also other diseases. So he's always been, let's say he's got very, very broad experience and he's a person that was able to apply this experience to uh, the attention of details that also characterizes his personality. So what happened is back in 2010, Um, one patient uh, went to see Dr. Costantini, and this patient was actually affected by, uh, in, by bowel disease, so something different, an autoimmune disease. Uh, it was, in this case, was uh, ulcerative colitis. So this patient had uh, a very strong and chronic fatigue attached to the disease as a common uh, component of this disease. Well, com Dr. Costantini has detected that uh, specific condition of fatigue as a, something that could be resembled to a disease that is called beriberi. Beriberi is a disease that is characterized by uh, timing deficiency. And usually this timing deficiency can be because there is not enough intake or because there might be too much uh, exposure, let's say too, too much release of, of uh, uh, thiamine. So this could be linked to the ulcerative colitis. And so Dr. Costantini uh, had the intuition of saying, okay, let's treat your symptom just like if it, it, it was a beriberi. And guess what? It was very effective. This, the fatigue disappeared. And what then got uh, our attention really uh, interest was that um, we tested the blood levels of thiamine before and after. And even before the therapy, blood levels were actually normal. So it was not a problem of, um, let's say, lack of absorption or lost, uh, loss of, uh, of uh, thiamine, but it was some form of malabsorption, some form of um, inaptitude of the cells when affected by this disease to actually make use of thiamine. So what we did is we hypothesized that it could be possible to uh, basically overcome these inefficiencies by flooding the cells with thiamine, which is a, um, a vitamin that is expelled uh, naturally by the organism every day and, so, and also has been proven not to uh, cause uh, any um, worrying uh, collateral effect. And so by flooding the cells, the cells would get um, the dose of thiamine that they would receive normally and fatigue disappears and number of their symptoms disappears. Now, from that uh, group of disease, we started moving into other uh, inter interesting uh, diseases. For instance, we started uh, touching upon, like I said, spinocerebellar ataxia, and the fatigue that also um, is present in this disease. And then from there, uh, the neurological background of Dr. Costantini led him to think that the, there is a, a strong correlation between these diseases and Parkinson's disease. So we tested also on Parkinson's diseases Um, affected patients, and that's when the results were even more startling. So this is why we are talking about this disease today. But again, there is so much more before, and there will be so much more after. 
on behalf of the many thousands of listeners of Parkinson's Recovery Radio and also the members of Parkinson's Recovery, I really want to offer my congratulations to Dr. Costanini for his spectacular discovery, which obviously will revolutionize how now many doctors across the globe will be viewing what they can do to provide some relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. And I want to thank both you, Marco Colangeli, and Dr. Costanini for taking the time today, all the way from Italy, to be guest on Parkinson's Recovery Radio. Thank you so much, Robert, and thank you to your audience and to the patients. We really do hope that uh, we can make a change and we can uh, somehow have an impact on their lives for their benefit. Thank you so much, and also, Dr. Costantino, I'd like to say bye real quick. Eh, ciao, Robert, posso dirgli l'ultima parola? Eh? <laughs> sì, però dovrei salutare. Già da ora la malattia di Parkinson, no. i pazienti in futuro saranno già, possono essere ora, possono essere già ora solo dei portatori sani della malattia. Dr. Costantini is very, is very optimistic about the future of uh, the treatment of these diseases and some of those patients that today see no light at the end of the tunnel, in his uh, opinion, are actually, um, let's say, unaware of the fact that there is the opportunity to really make a decent life, even if they are affected by this condition. Thanks to this uh, therapy, and uh, we do hope to the development of future research on the basis of this therapy. So thank you very much again, and uh, have a good day, everyone. And we certainly do thank you as well. So I have been talking for 14 years now and providing evidence here and there that, in fact, Parkinson's is not degenerative. In fact, many people are finding ways to get relief from their symptoms. And here now is documented evidence from many, many thousands of patients of Dr. Costanini who have basically done just that. And that's what's happening here on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and, of course, all of the children are truly loved. Thank you so much for listening to this incredible interview discussing a revolutionary discovery about what can help reverse symptoms of Parkinson's here on Parkinson's Recovery Radio today. It's been a pleasure and an hour. Honor, I am your host, Robert Rogers, founder of Parkinson's Recovery in 2004. Stay tuned. We provide many, many free resources that are ongoing, that are providing information, that are helping many, many, many thousands of individuals find solutions to whatever neurological challenges they currently experience. Thank you so much for joining us today.